What's up, guys? Welcome to Thruple. <laughs> I can't. No, why did I just say Thruple? Triple Threat Talks. My name is Jenna Canella, aka Jen. This is Chris with Triple Threat Talks. Triple Threat Talks. <laughs> and we're going to talk about um a few mother things, but we have been not present. For no. a what? A lot has happened. Individually and together. <laughs> I, what is life? Sometimes I think I'm in a fever dream. Okay. It's weird. Yeah. A lot Are we happened. in a coma? I know. Are we? Oh maybe my God. Real, maybe if we're real quiet, we can hear like hospital noises. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine it. Honestly. If we are, I hope we're in, if we're in like a ghetto hospital, I hope we're sharing a room. I hope so too. That'd be gangster. It kind of would if we woke up like that. Like, what the f- We're like, oh, yeah. Bitch, you hey, bitch. Like, shit. What happened? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> there's been so much stuff going on with the Coburger case, Idaho 4. Mm-hmm. And I think we should talk about the recent document that just came out because, um, yeah, that's bad. Not looking at But here's the thing, and I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I don't know if I should sit here and say, is the defense trying to paint a narrative to the public? Or should we let people decide as we go through it? I mean... Of course, they're trying to paint a narrative to the public. I'm sure that's their number one game because that's what the prosecution did, which is exactly why they were fighting the grand jury, because they said there's way too much public bias. How could you possibly have pictures that quickly? They knew about it. Exactly. I don't necessarily disagree with because that did happen fast and it was very unexpected. And even when it happened, because, you know, I wholeheartedly believe that he did this. And even I was like kind of weird how did they do that do we think it's a little weird just a question I know my opinion do you think it's a little bit weird that the police department was asking for the public's help as anyone would in this sort of situation and then when it became such a social media frenzy they said whoa we'll press criminal charges Right. Too much. Media needs to stop TikTok sleuthing. Yeah. But before what it was media, you you're using car? Facebook to post this. Right. Shit. Just like every other mainstream crime, you know. Yeah. We're maybe posting on TikTok. We're maybe posting. We definitely are posting it. Mm-hmm. We also are not owned by any major corporation getting money from Big Pharma. So us right it's for not having a hidden media bias and let me tell you when we read through this document i know you saw it so much hidden media bias they're trying to convince somebody there always is i feel like in every single case there always is and really quickly if anybody can hear the squealing and barking i just got a new puppy it's so cute too we can put a picture cute she's so cute so 
I guess let's get it. Let's get it popping, bitch. What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a thing that just came through on from the defense of mm-hmm. Brian Christopher Koberger, um, the objection to state's motion for protective order. Man, there's some stuff to talk about. Like, it's a lot. It really is kind of like, where has all of this been? It's almost like it was written in layman's terms, though. Like, they mm-hmm. were fighting each other. Yep. Or, I, agree. I don't know. I mean... No, I, I, I definitely feel like it was. It was very easy read. Uh, it almost didn't look like a court document. To me, it almost looked like somebody wrote an essay or something. I think because they were trying to sway the public. So they mm-hmm. wrote it towards the public, not towards the court. And... You can't bullshit a bullshitter. So no. the one of the very first things that were on here, I'm going to pull it up right now. It says on November 13th, 2022, law enforcement responding to a 911 call found Madison Mogan, Kaylee Gonzalez, Zana Kernodal, Ethan Chapman deceased. Law enforcement later found a K-bar? K-bar. K-bar knife sheath placed next to Miss Mogan on her bed. The sheath was placed button side down and partially under Miss Mogan and the comforter. So that right there to me tells me something that we didn't know this entire time. Mm-hmm. She was under her comforter. Right. Not that we needed to know that. Mm-hmm. We don't need to know any, we don't need to know anything. You know, but maybe that's why Dylan didn't hear anything because they were fast asleep and he went in there or whoever went in there and Mm -hmm. did this while they were sleeping. So he covered them up when he was done. So a week later. The Idaho State Police Lab in Meridian, Ohio, located DNA on the button of the sheath and performed STR analysis that led nowhere when <laughs> ran through CODIS, Combined DNA Index System, other than to show the provider was a male. So we know they were not able to find out that this DNA was in the system, in their system, in their tiny little system, even if it was the state system, sure. But CODIS, CODIS, whatever you want to call it, that is for criminals, mm-hmm. missing persons, right. or active crime scenes. Mm-hmm. Let me give you a theory real quick. Can I? Yeah. And I just wanted to point out, is CODIS, is it like a national thing? It's an, it's an FBI. Okay. So that is a little uh, interesting too, because they're wondering if Koberger might have something to do with other missing persons, but if they couldn't pull it up with that, then he must not. I mean, they if they couldn't find any DNA matching well, the missing person or crime scene. The fact that you said that 
right before. Oh my God. Because I would like to say, remember how they pulled in his parents to the grand jury. It was an investigative mm-hmm. jury. On, that, on the other. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Dennis, Dennis mm-hmm. Smithers. Mm-hmm. So did they find some sort of DNA? Uh, I know that is interesting. That's true because what a random case, like just to pull them in on. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. investigative jury, you guys like, come on. It was right. What? Yeah, that is interesting. Oh, that like the fact that you said that and that hit right on when I was like, can I say a fairy? Mm-hmm. And you said like, damn, this is where it gets a little bit wild. By December 17th, 2022, lab analysis were aware of two additional males DNA within the house where the deceased were located and an Another unknown male, unknown male DNA on a glove found outside of the residence on November 20th, 2022. Yep. To this date, the defense is unaware of what sort of testing, if any, was conducted on these samples other than the STR DNA profiles like they originally did, couldn't find anything, right? Mm -hmm. Further, these three separate and distinct male DNA profiles were not identified through CODIS, leading to the conclusion that the profiles do not belong to Mr. Koberger. So here's my question on that, Chris. Wait, how does that lead them to believe that if he's not in the system? You're in my brain. Okay. That just doesn't make any sense. I thought that when I read it, I was like, that doesn't, that doesn't quite make sense. I don't, maybe we're reading it wrong. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, but Mm -hmm. they're not identified through there leading to the conclusion that the profiles do not, or did they already at the time have Brian Koberger's DNA because they did all the bullshit. And and did they run it through more than once? Like, did they run it through after they booked him and put him through the system? Or did they just run it through the one time when he maybe wasn't in the system, didn't commit any crimes? Maybe his DNA was found somewhere else and it was a match to somewhere else, you know, some other crime, like the theory that you were talking about. But um, that's my question. Because when they're giving the dates and the times, it reads like they are specifically speaking on the initial investigation mm-hmm. early on. Yeah. But then it it continues to relate back. So if it's not weird enough that they said three separate distinct DNA profiles were not identified through blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. This is the next paragraph. While this was ongoing, police were investigating many various possible suspects. Of course they were. Right. Many of them provided DNA. At least one had his DNA serotipiously, I don't know, secretly. I know Mm -hmm. that that means secretly, taken from a discarded cigarette. 
many also had their phones taken and downloaded. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's weird. Okay, I think it's weird that they would have to collect DNA from a cigarette because why wouldn't somebody willingly just give their DNA? Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, what, wait, what were the circumstances though? Was it like they just found a cigarette near the scene, but they didn't know who it belonged no, to? No, calling them into questioning. Oh. And they had multiple suspects and mm-hmm. one of the suspects i guess didn't willingly give the yeah. dna sample possibly so they mm-hmm. off- i mean that's so classic man offering a cigarette or like a cup of water or whatever mm-hmm. it might be it's so classic yep it is mhm oh they'll get it <sighs> get a lawyer you don't want to do any of that don't talk don't do anything don't do any of that anyways okay mm-hmm. and then many also had their phones taken and downloaded i mean i get that and they would have had to i i they would have had to willingly given them their devices i think but don't you think that why would they want their phones downloaded? Why would they want all of that information? For what purpose? Well, probably to see if they had been looking up the girls or messaging them. I mean, it probably is for the same reason, you know, people do stupid things on their phone because sometimes they don't think they're going to get caught. Like we did a case, a true crime case, where it was some of the most ridiculous Google searches we've ever seen. Like how could oh. somebody possibly do all those Google searches? And, on you know, on the sun, like, wasn't it the toddler? On the sun's iPad. iPad. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh my you know, God. So they're probably looking for all of anything like that. Like, are you kidding me? People can be really dumb. <laughs> Man. Yeah. So it says one area of the investigation had to do with the a white sedan seen on camera located at 112 King Road. First glimpse by officers on November 18th, 2022. Mm-hmm. By November 25th, Police believe the car to be a white Elantra and ask law enforcement to be on the lookout for one. Precisely how the police came to believe the car was Elantra is still unknown. How is it still unknown? They said they had a forensic investigator doing the research that's how they came to the conclusion that it was a white Elantra but okay I mean right okay mind you this is just the defense saying this so right we don't know because we don't have access we don't know shit about shit Mm -hmm. like yeah a report from an analyst for the FBI dated March 21st 2023 shows the analyst heavily relying on a video of a car heading in the wrong direction and at the wrong time on Ridge Road. What? Mm-hmm. What? Like, that doesn't even seem like a complete sentence to me, but okay, I mean, I guess it is. 
Um, what was the date and what was the time or what was the time? That's what I want to know. I don't know. But you want to know what I do know is that.